Hi, this is Lisa, and this is Walk With Me, a ministry of Branch Living Ministries. You can find us at branchliving.com. That is our website. Or you can find us on Facebook at Branch Living. Uh, we have we used to have a group called Walk With Me. And what we were finding is almost everybody was going to the Branch Living page. And so I've kind of shut down the Walk With Me part on Facebook and just go right to Branch Living and we'll just kind of reside there. That will be our touch place um, to show photos and to talk and to chat. I want to thank you all for your encouragement. You've had great encouraging words and I so appreciate that. And uh, it's a blessing to have you on board and to have you here walking with me. So if you have photos of your walk that you would like to share, please do them there. I have, I'm starting to do that as well. And um, it would be a privilege to see where you're walking. But just know, even if you aren't out physically walking, even if you are just in your walk with God, um, this episode, these little talks that we have together are here for you as well. So if you're sitting back and having morning tea and would like to have that with a friend, uh, great. We would love to have you be part of this ministry in that sense of the word too, just walking with us in our walks with God. And so I love to take walks and they're great for you spiritually and emotionally and physically and they're great to do with a friend and now you've got me right here beside you and walks are just much nicer with friends. So in each walk we begin with prayer and then we study a devotion together and then we just chat as brothers and sisters in Christ and um, or those who are coming along and exploring the faith. We love to have you as well. And then we end with just a chat about uh, branch living. And so today we're back at B again. So we're going to be on our bonding with God and have a little talk about confession um, and burdens that we need to get rid of in our lives. And then we will end with prayer and your prayers. So I'm going to start off with our prayer. If you've got your tennis shoes on to go out for your walk or you've got your tea in front of you and just ready to kind of sit back and listen, that is great. So we come in the presence of our Father. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for the fellowship of each other. We thank you for the gift that you've given of this wonderful technology where even when we are in different countries, different time zones, we have never met each other face to face. We can uh, listen to the ministry. We can go on Facebook and connect. Uh, we are never alone. And that is especially important during the time of this pandemic when we so uh, need to be in touch with each other and when we aren't able to have the human contact that we normally get from friends and family and church, it's good for us to be able to come together in these ways as well. So Father, we thank you. We thank you that we have this technology in the midst of a pandemic that you've made a road for us to connect. We thank you and we praise your holy, holy name. And especially we thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus. We pray this again in your name. Amen. Uh, so yesterday, I, today I got off work late, so my walk will be in the dark tonight. But uh, yesterday, I was able to catch some of the last rays of sunshine, and it was an amazing time. I posted the pictures on Facebook. Uh, there were these big, white, billowy clouds, as well as these dark, dark clouds that were in the sky. And so in, this midst of, in the midst of these clusters of clouds, if you can envision this, and you can see it on the Facebook uh, branch living page there are these clouds but in right in the heart of them or off to the side there were these patches of white kind of yellowish light almost like lemon like buttercup just beautiful light 
and it was kind of the sun just making a last reflection. So even though there were these dark clouds there, there was the sun. And it just made me think of the presence of God that in the, the best of times and in the worst of times, God is there. And even in the midst of these white clouds and these dark clouds, here are these bursts of yellow color. Um, just the sun reflecting off of that to show us that God is in the midst of all of that. Just a beautiful, beautiful imagery. Normally, I'm taking pictures of flowers and trees. Um, I think I have my dog up there, but uh, I have my cloud photos up there and sometimes my sunset photos too. So go there if you have a chance and take a look. Well, we always like to get our day started with Charles Spurgeon. And as you know, we have a morning devotion and an evening devotion with Spurgeon. And today the devotions are really insightful. Spurgeon seems to always just know exactly what to say and how to say it. Um, but I hope you'll enjoy these today. So our first devotion is from Deuteronomy and it is Deuteronomy 33:27, And the scripture passage is underneath are the everlasting arms. God, the eternal God, is himself our support at all times, and especially when we are sinking in deep trouble. There are seasons when the Christian sinks very low in humiliation. Under a deep sense of his great sinfulness, he is humbled before God till he scarcely knows how to pray because he appears in his own sight so worthless. Well, child of God, remember that when you are at your worst, your lowest, yet underneath you are those everlasting arms. Sin may drag you ever so low, but Christ's great atonement is still under all. You may have descended into the deeps, but you cannot have fallen so low as the utmost, and to the uttermost he saves. Again, the Christian sometimes sinks very deeply into this sore trial from without. Every earthly prop is cut away, and then what? Still underneath him are the everlasting arms. He cannot fall so deep in distress and affliction, but what the covenant of grace of an ever faithful God will encircle him. The Christian may be sinking under trouble from within through fierce conflict, but even then he cannot be brought so low as to, beyond, to be beyond the reach of the everlasting arms. They are underneath him, and while thus sustained, all of Satan's efforts to harm him avail to nothing. This assurance of support is a comfort to any weary but earnest worker in the service of God. It implies a promise of strength for the day, grace for each need, and power for each duty. And further, when death comes, the promise shall still hold good. When we stand in the midst of the Jordan, we shall be able to say with David, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. We shall descend into the grave, but we shall go no lower, for the eternal arms prevent our further fall. All through life and at its close, we shall be upheld by the everlasting arms, arms that neither flag nor lose their strength, for the everlasting God feigneth not, neither is he weary such a beautiful writing and such a reminder that you know even when we feel like we are sinking to our lowest we can't go lower than what God's arms are underneath us so there will always be a lower point where God's arms are and they will carry us and we will eventually even if we aren't feeling it in the moment we will feel the support of God if we can just endure long enough <music> 
And I love the part where he says, where Spurgeon says, the assurance of this support, these everlasting arms he's talking about, is a comfort to any weary but earnest worker in the service of God. I love that phrase, to any weary but earnest worker. You know, there are a lot of healthcare professionals right now uh, fighting this pandemic and they are weary, um, but they are still very earnest. And to just know that that comfort of God, those everlasting arms are there for them and for all of us. I also love it when Spurgeon says that these everlasting arms, this assurance implies a promise of strength for each day, grace for each need and power for each duty. I'll say that again, because it's just so important. The, this, the everlasting arms and the support they give us implies a promise of strength for each day, grace for each need, and power for each duty. So we have to know that we cannot sink lower, we cannot sink below a point where God's arms can't be underneath us, and what assurance that is. Our next reading then is our evening reading, um, and it is from Psalm 47.4, and the scripture passage is, he shall choose our inheritance for us. Believer, if your inheritance be a lowly one, you should be satisfied with your earthly portion, for you may rest assured that it is the fittest for you. Unerring wisdom ordained your lot and selected you the safest and best condition. A ship of large tonnage is to be brought up the river now. In one part of the stream, there is a sandbank. Some, should someone ask, why does the captain steer through the deep part of the channel and deviate so much from a straight line? His answer would be because I should not get my vessel into harbor at all if I did not keep it in the deep channel. So it may be for you, you would run aground and suffer shipwreck if your divine captain did not steer you into the depths of affliction where waves of trouble follow each other in quick succession. Some plants die if they have too much sunshine. It may be that you were planted where you get little, but you are put there by the loving husbandman because only in that situation will you bring forth fruit unto perfection. Remember this, had any other condition been better for you than the one in which you are, divine love would have put you there. You are placed by God in the most suitable circumstances, and if you had the choosing of your lot, you would soon cry, Lord, choose my inheritance for me, for by my self-will I am pierced through with many sorrows. Be content with such things as you have, since the Lord has ordered all things for your good. Take up your own daily cross. It is the burden best suited for your shoulder and will prove most effective in making you perfect in every good work and work to the glory of God. Down busy self and proud impatience. It is not for you to choose, but for the Lord of love. And then he ends with a poem Trials must and will befall, but with humble faith to see, love inscribed upon them all, this is happiness for me. And that's such a great reminder today uh, to all of us that sometimes we see people who live in a bigger home 
or you know have expansive wealth and have a lot of freedom and we say oh, why am I not there or why is that not mine and why is that not my lifestyle and what Spurgeon is saying today is that God knows where we need to be planted because God made each of us uniquely as an individual to bring forth fruit and in order to bring forth the fruit that we were made to bring forth we have to be planted in the soil where we will best fit and sometimes that soil doesn't seem as appealing to us as individuals but we have to be content uh, in the knowledge that God has put us in the soil where we will bear the fruit that we were made to bear and that we will feel that happiness as, as it says in that poem you know trials must and will befall but with humble faith to see that love is inscribed upon all of those trials this is happiness for me that God loves you and that's why you are where you are and sometimes just like that ship he described he takes us out into that deep channel and we think whoa I don't know that I would put myself here but it is the best thing for us um, you see that the trees sometimes go through very harsh weather and uh, in order to be able to bring forth good fruit and we are often like those trees where sometimes things aren't going our way but God has a plan and we have to trust in him. So what great words from Spurgeon today. So today the talk we're gonna have about is about burdens. And um, what is the biggest weight you have ever carried? I know some mothers think that it's their growing children. My children are all grown now. So these days, the heaviest items I carry are bags of salt for my water purifier, which is not fun. These are big 40, ba 40 pound bags of salt and I have to carry them down the basement stairs. And so not, not fun. Um, and the other biggest weight that I carry in my arms are my grandchildren. And that is pure joy. That is just wonderful. But, but truly those aren't the heaviest weights I carry. The heaviest weights we all carry are those we carry in our souls, and we all have them. Uh, sins we've committed, untruths we have spoken, words we shouldn't have said, words we should have said but didn't. These are all burdens, and they are heavy burdens. So when we have these heavy burdens, what do we do? We go to scripture and we see what does God say about burdens. And one scripture passage I'd like to share is Matthew 11:28 through 30. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest in your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus offers us this different way. He invites us to come to him and to take up his yoke and to learn from him. But what does that mean? How do we do that? Well, to put it into context, we have to understand um, what the Jews were experiencing at the time that Jesus made this statement. So the Jews at the time of Christ were speaking um, of being heavily burdened by their religious laws. Um, Christ was addressing that when he said this, this heavy burden. Over the course of hundreds of years, those laws had expanded in span and in depth. Rules on how to wash your hands, rules on how to pray, rules on what type of work could be done and when, just rule upon rule upon rule. And it became almost impossible to meet all of those regulations. And so Jews who wanted to draw close to God as we all want to draw close to our Father, 
found themselves under a heavy load of laws. Jesus offered a lighter load, and when we invite him in and he lives within us, he moves us toward holiness. We don't need law upon law upon law. We need to follow his ways. Now certainly he upheld the laws, he came to fulfill the laws, so the essential laws, our Ten Commandments, those don't, don't uh, change. He is unchanging. But we don't need to have all of these picky little any laws that just weigh us down. But Jesus offers us more than just freedom from these, these, all these myriad of laws. He offers us um, the freedom from the burden of sins that we carry. And that is truly also a heavy load. When we place our sins, our untruths, our misdeeds in front of him, we confess them and we name each one and then we repent. And what does repent mean? It means to turn away from. So we turn away from them. But it doesn't end there. Jesus tells us not to look back, to move on. And these are the essential words he says, your sins are forgiven. This is the way that you shed your burdens forever. You confess them, you turn away from them and you repent and then he carries them off. Once we do this, what awaits us? Well, Jesus is very clear about this. He gives us rest for our souls. He gives us an easy yoke and he gives us only a light burden. This week I was listening to a podcast and the podcast host was offering, was um, interviewing the author Os Guinness, and Os Guinness is a well-known Christian writer. And Os Guinness was saying that he spoke to a person at one point who had absolutely no faith in God. And in fact, the, the gentleman had a pretty um, horrific lifestyle that he was leading by Christian standards. You would say he was involved in many, many sins. And um, when he asked that man, what he found most compelling, most interesting, most um, you know, piquing his interest about Christianity, if anything, the man's answer really surprised him. The man said, what intrigues me most about Christianity is confession. He said that if he were to believe in a God, it would be because God's followers confess that they actually go on record against themselves. But what this man didn't realize is this act of going on record against ourselves is the pathway to blessing because of forgiveness. It is the pathway to forgiveness. And because of that forgiveness, we are offered these easy yokes and these light burdens. So it seems so odd to this gentleman that somebody would stand in front of God and instead of making excuses, would feel compelled to lay their sins out before him but what this gentleman probably had never felt was that wonderful ease of forgiveness where you actually don't have to pick those burdens back up again. And in all likelihood, given the description of this gentleman's life, he carried around a lot of burdens. And what a wonderful gift it would have been if he would have known God, trusted God, confessed, you know, as he, as he said it, that um, he would actually Put, go on record against himself in front of God, but then be free of those burdens, be free of those sins, be able to repent or to turn away from them and to start a new life. And so he got just so far as to being intrigued by confession, intrigued that people would do this, 
but didn't take that step of doing it so that he could experience the true freedom that there is in worshiping and loving Christ. So message today for all of us, and I say this to myself too, is, you know, put it down. Give your burdens to God always, and then just enter that new lightness, that new freedom that God gives us, because God does not give us heavy burdens, even though some people are afraid of that. They think, oh, if I start to become a Christian, I'm going to have all of these things that I have to do. And certainly we are asked to do that, but we're led to do that. We aren't burdened with doing that. And God takes away all of our burdens and gives us this light load light uh, load to carry. So praise God for um, forgiveness and praise God for confession. So I'm going to end with prayer and prayer requests. And one thing that I want to say about the website and about Facebook is um, because we are a non nonprofit, um, Branch Living is part of Infusing Faith, it's a nonprofit enterprise. We don't advertise businesses on the website. So I really appreciate those of you who want to get word out to others about your businesses. I've seen some um, people post their different things that they're starting up, but we can't have them there because we're a nonprofit, so we aren't publicizing for-profit businesses. I'm sure you can understand that. And then the second thing that I wanna say is uh, we are here to pray for you, and we are here to bring your needs before God and to really support you in those needs. But because we are a nonprofit and um, we get our money from donors, we can't then give our money to individuals or to other nonprofits. We can support you through prayer and we certainly do do that. Uh, but as a nonprofit entity, we cannot uh, give cash out to people. And I know there's so many needs right now in this pandemic. And so we will pray with you that you find those avenues and that God opens the doors for those. So just a couple of things. If you see that your business isn't on there or those requests for cash aren't on there, um, I do have to delete those and that goes back to our nonprofit status. A few more closing things before we end in prayer. Um, and that is we do have a Bible study Tuesday nights at 7 Central. And if you drop me an email at lisa at branchliving.com, uh, we would love to get you in so you can experience our Bible study. And if you would like to leave your praise reports or prayer requests, we also have a phone number, 608-987-0404. And you can leave your prayer requests or your praise report. The other thing that you can do is you can just send it to me in an email if you want to, or you can post it on that Facebook site, or you can post it on our website. So lots of ways that you can reach out. I know I'd say 95% of you are reaching out through Facebook, either with your likes or your comments, and that's really, really wonderful. So keep them coming and also post your photos. But know that if you wanna pick up the phone and leave a prayer request, that option is there. If you wanna do Bible study, that option is there. And so we try to open up as many avenues as we can for you to get in touch, which is great. So I'm going to close in prayer today. And um, one of the requests I had was from a nonprofit that does support children in Nigeria. And I think we need to lift that ministry up in prayer. We did have somebody who is experiencing a financial need and we want to keep her needs in prayer as well. 
Um, pray for these many startup businesses that people are trying, particularly in this pandemic, and kudos to all of you for doing that. And then just prayer for those that are experiencing the, the sickness and the sadness of this pandemic. So let's go before our Father again. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we are privileged to carry each other's needs to you and to support each other through prayer. We pray today for all of the ministries that are offering care uh, for children, but especially the ministry in Nigeria and the troubled times that they're having. We ask you to bring financial resources to them and bring the resources that they need to be successful and raise and help these little ones in the midst of the turmoil. We ask uh, you to bring financial resources to those people who are experiencing financial needs. Make a way, uh, make that opportunity come about. Put their burden on someone else's heart to write the check or to give the gift. We ask that of you, Father, please. And bless those that are trying to do new business startups and trying to find ways of supporting their families, particularly in the midst of this pandemic. We really urge you to help them and to guide their paths. Bless those individuals who are suffering health effects, uh, both physical health, psychological health, spiritual health from this pandemic, especially um, help lift this burden from them. And we just pray, Father, that vaccine will be here soon and that we will be able to start to recover as a world from this. this these are very difficult times and we know that you're here with us, but please do help us see an end to these days. Father, we thank you for the lives we have. We thank you for the words of Spurgeon today that showed us that you plant us where we need to be and that you are there and that you will help us bear fruit, um, that we have you with us always in our lives. We thank you and praise your name. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me today. As always, it is a pleasure and a privilege to be part of your day, a real privilege. And until we gather again to, um, in the next couple of days, I ask that you stay close to God, that you stay in touch, and I will chat with you again very soon. God bless every single one of you.